What? I don't know, Obviously. dude. Yo, every word, every word, every word that you just said in the past five seconds were new words. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this again. You're now listening to the sounds of the fall black. Fall black. Fall black. Fall black. None of them were worse. Trash again. Welcome to the Ball Black Nerds Podcast. I am your host, the godson of Gotham, Red Hood Wade. And down below, if you're checking on the camera, we got the king of the ring, Brandon Orton. And over the left, we got the true master, the true source of the supreme, Walt Von Doom. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing today? Cooling, man. How you doing? I'm actually doing really good, man. I'm finally at a point where I'm mentally ready to get back to work. So now it's just waiting for the body to heal. I can get back and do my thing. Yeah, how much longer? I don't know. I have a, I go through work hardening next week and that's going to determine, I think that's like a two hour evaluation. So we'll see how that goes. And if that goes well, then I'm thinking maybe another month and I'll be back. Uh, Maybe a little bit less, but we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens. And I have another appointment with my surgeon tomorrow because Workman's Comp needs me to talk to them, talk to him directly. So we'll see how that goes, too. Surgeon, jeez, you must have, what they call it? Um, A fucked up bet. Health insurance? <laughs> yeah, health insurance is pretty, health insurance is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But we are yeah. not having this conversation again. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so let's get right into this, man. Uh, Brandon, is there anything going on in the world of wrestling that we need to know about? Vince is in some more shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? They found three more women. Yeah, one of them was a former talent. What? That he paid twelve million dollars. I mean, seven million dollars to. Or was it seven or twelve? Seven million dollars. I think it was seven million dollars to, to be quiet. And apparently, the talent gave him a blowjob <laughs> in two thousand five. Wow. <laughs> I mean, oh man. If you ever ask me for a blowjob, I'm not gonna do it. I just want to put that out there. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta worry about that. You, you, right. you ain't gotta worry about that. Your beard probably chafes. Nah, it's really soft, bro. <laughs> I put conditioner in it. Brandon, where do you think this is going? I mean, the problem with this is he owns over fifty percent of the stock, so they can vote him out, but. Technically, he owns the company, <laughs> and so I don't. It's not much they can do. They can get pressure if the if it gets big enough where the TV networks start getting pressure to working with Vince McMahon, then they can kind of be like, "Hey, man, we're not," you know, because WWE makes a shitload of money because they're guaranteed contracts. Yeah, and so uh, the TV networks could be like, you know, we're not gonna re-up this if this man is still in charge and that can probably convince him to possibly do something or Vince could say fuck it I'll take the company back private I'll do what the fuck I want because he's an old man (laughs) so I'm not sure what he'll do but it's not a good look 
Um, at this point, there hasn't been any allegations of impropriety. Uh, like, but you know, there's power dynamics and all type of fucked up shit with this that is close enough. Um, did they find out whether or not he was taking um, company funds for this? I know that was one of the bigger issues about it. They didn't find he was taking company funds, but the first woman, the paralegal, what they found is that him and Vince, her and Vince met at his condo in Connecticut and they hit it off and that he hired her at this position that wasn't even open. So basically made a position for her and wanted to pay her $400,000, dollars $50,000 a year. Um, but the HR people were just like, um, the, the HR people were basically like, yeah, dog, that position doesn't get paid $350,000 a year. So they end up paying her like 100 something, which was more than they paid other paralegals there. But they did that for Vince, I'm guessing. And then apparently she was going around making other people uncomfortable, basically telling everybody that she got this job because she's fucking Vince. Yo. <laughs> so there's a lot going on there. So this shit just gets wilder and wilder the more I hear about it, man. It seems like everybody involved is a piece of trash. Seems like it. But who knows? And honestly, nothing's going to happen to Vince McMahon until the WWE starts losing sponsors. Do you think that's possible? Um, no. So here's where Vince McMahon's in a pretty good situation. Somebody asked 50 Cent the other day, not the other day, a couple of years ago in an interview, how do you get away with the stuff you get away with? And he said he's not a CEO. He's still a gangster rapper. He may, you know, like he, he may do CEO yeah. shit, but he's a gangster rapper. That's his brand. So he can get away with a lot more shit than, say, Jay-Z could without the backlash. Vince McMahon has built an industry that's all about being crass, rude, like, and, and it's fun. Like, it's fun. Like, it's a comic book, right? Like, it's great fun, and there's some great wrestlers, but we all know the past of wrestling, right? Like, Vince McMahon has gotten away with literal murder, right? And it's all been based on the fact that it's wrestling. It's professional wrestling. It's it's one of the most popular things on the planet, but it kind of exists in the fringes. And I think that's why Vince McMahon can do this shit. It's only big because it's ridiculous. And Vince McMahon and the McMahons have put themselves in the political arena more than once. But I, I can see Vince McMahon surviving this a lot less hurt than most CEOs. Yeah, and, I, and to your point, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, like... <laughs> It's Vince. Like, what? Like, what are they gonna do to him? There's not really much they can do. So, it's mm -hmm. pretty much like fuck it. Uh, before we move on, Brand, you got anything else on that, or are you? Or no. is that pretty much it? That's it. Oh, also, WWE is moving to TV 14 again. So that's something new. What's that? So the uh, TV 14. What charm channel is that? No, TV 14 instead of PG. Uh oh, word. Yeah, they're going back to TV 14, like in the... The Attitude Era is back. No, nah, I'm not going to go... Uh, the Attitude Era won't come back just because, like, they're, they're, in this world, you can't bring the Attitude Era back, man. And well, I don't know the last time I watched wrestling. I'm sure, pretty sure they want to do it because AEW gets to say shit and bitch all the time and yeah. be a little bit more adult-oriented, which people are enjoying that part of it. Because, um, you know, it's really weird when people are talking shit to each other and you can't say, like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like two grown men talking shit to each other. Somebody's gonna say like you're full of shit or something like mm -hmm. that. 
Yeah. And in WWE, you have to say, you're full of junk. Or like, you're full of crap. You're full of crap. And it's fine. It I mean, it's not the end of the world, but, you know, people like that part of the, about AEW. That yeah. it feels more, uh, you know, more adult-oriented product. Um, well, and, and the other thing is, kids like adult-oriented shit. Like, we was kids during the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. We didn't watch it because it wasn't PG. We watched it explicitly because Hell it yeah. was older and more adult than what we usually get to watch on TV. Used kill, yeah, I used to go nuts when Stone Cold would come out there with the beers and sticking his freaking middle finger up in the air. I'm like, how the hell is he getting away with this shit? You bring exactly. that back, I'm watching wrestling. It's it's like when, um, I don't know if you guys ever seen his YouTube video. It was like, wrestling isn't really wrestling. And this dude was talking about DX. And he was like, kids were just like, he said, suck it. He said, suck my dick on TV. And it's like, oh, he fucking teenager. He basically told everyone, to, told everyone to suck it in, in two words. You know what I mean? And so it, it was cool. It, it's, I just don't know if they have the people. I don't know if they have the kind of, like, talent that can really, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, who, like, who's the person that's going to be able to take them, take it to that, like, AEW like attitude errors because Roman can do it, but he's not gonna be around long, long. You know what I mean? So well, they all can do it. I don't think it's gonna be that wild. Like I don't expect like AEW does blood all the time. I don't think they're gonna do blood on WWE. No, because Vince, Vince is. I mean, they've gone too hard the other way because Vince has been out in interviews saying like bleeding, bleeding is barbaric and it's something of the past and we're never gonna do that again. And he's went hard. He's been pretty hardcore on. We ain't never gonna do blood again. So I don't think they're going TV fourteen to do the blood, but I do think that they want to have the language. That makes sense. I can. I can. Mm-hmm. I can do that. So let's get into to this. This was actually a very impromptu episode we're doing. I hit the guys up yesterday. I'm actually gonna be out of town for a week, and thankfully, thankfully, gentlemen were kind enough to indulge me when I was like, hey, can we do an episode on video games? Because we're all, we're all some of us, may, other, more than others, but we're all gamers to an extent. Uh, I'm a PlayStation guy. I know Javi's an Xbox guy. Uh, Brandon, I'm a PC I, guy. And a PC guy. Brandon, you're, uh, where do you fall? And a Nintendo on? guy. In terms of the uh, video games, like, where do you, like, are you Xbox guy? I'm definitely not an Xbox guy. You ain't got to say it like that, bro. I'm not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have I mean, I'm more not an Xbox myself. Guy. Like, people can't be Xbox guys. Well, I know when I when I before I got my um PS5, you like you kept telling me, yo, you gotta get a PS5. And I was like, I'll get one. And now I was like, yeah, I'm glad I got one. And now that I, I finally up- and now that I finally upgraded from 1080p to 4K, I was like, oh okay, this is what everyone was talking about. This dude was really playing a PS5 on a 1080p TV telling me that PS5 is shit. And I'm over here getting cataracts watching him play Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you want to hear the funny thing about it? The first game I played, Brandon, Sega Genesis Mega Man 8. <laughs> on the PS5? On the PS5 on my new 4K TV, I played Mega Man 8. That's what I wanted to do. I'm not even mad at that, bro. I'm not even mad at that. that. Yo, that was my shit. And that's the reason I started to do this episode. I thought about this episode because, like, video games have become such a huge thing. It's definitely always been a part of nerd culture. 
And it's funny where the legacy started. So I added a few games to this list, and Javi added one, which I thought definitely needs to be said. So we can agree that, like, the LeBron James and the Michael Jordan of video games is probably Super Mario Brothers, right? Mm. Let me rephrase it. It's like the OG. Like, they're the OG of... um. I shouldn't say the GOAT. They're like the OG of, like, video games. They're the ones that... Like, Super Mario was the one that really made video game industry po um, popular. Yo, Mario might be the GOAT, though. Like, I'm thinking about what you're saying. I think we tend to... I think we tend to disrespect, like, Pac-Man when we talk about like, the first, like, yeah. superstar video game character. But Mario definitely would... I would consider him the, the Michael Jordan to to Pac-Man's Pistol Pete. <laughs> yeah, Pac-Man is Dr. J. Yeah, that could be yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pac-Man is Dr. J. Fallback yeah. nerds. Yeah, and it makes sense. And it's like, and it's funny because even to this day, like, they've added a few things. Like, we got Mario Kart, Mario Party, Paper Mario. Uh, but the OG game still sells. Mm -hmm. It's still fun. They've added, like, Multiple players. I think Javi was at one my, at my birthday. It was the four of us playing video games, playing um the Switch, and playing Mario Brothers and throwing each other off the off the cliffs. And it's just fun. Yeah, you you just run into the right. <laughs> That's all it is. Just go to right. Shit. Yeah, jumping on shit. Like and that and they and they they spent the past damn near forty plus years just doing that shit and making billions of dollars. And 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 it was worth it. It's fun. Yo, that should be the um the tagline for Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Bros, just go to the right. <laughs> 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 so Brandon, what so what would, what are your thoughts on that? Is Mario the is Mario the GOAT? Are they like the OG? Are they like the Michael Jordan, the Bill Russell of video games? Uh it's the old goat, yes. It's not the new goat. Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. The old like Michael goat. Jordan. Michael mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the old goat. And I, cause I I can't get because I I started thinking about it because I was playing Mega Man. And Mega Man is one of the most frustrating games <laughs> in history. Because the the controls are simple. All you need is patience to play these games and after a decade plus of not having to be patient in video games, I find myself falling off of cliffs. I'm getting beat by these bullshit villains with the same patterns. And I'm like, this is <laughs> so upsetting. Like, and then like I just sat down and just played the game. I didn't care about how much time was going by. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I remember I remember how to play this shit now. So yeah. It was the same thing. Talking talk about that and like comparing that to just Mario, and that shows how great I think Mario really is. Mega Man. X4 in particular is one of my favorite games of all time, if not my favorite game of all time. But those Mega Man games and all those games from that era are hard as shit for no reason. Hard as yeah. shit for no reason. They're fun, challenging, yes. But yo, a lot of people don't play those games because they're too fucking hard. Yeah, and you have to ask, and I love that, like, there was a strategy to it. So, like, if you fought, like, Swordsman, you had yeah. to use Bubble Man. Yo, and funny thing, there's a character on Mega Man 8 named Aquaman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, those characters are pretty funny. But I was going to say, with Mario, though, anybody can play Mario, no matter what your skill yeah. level. You could be a baby, or you could be, like, a pro gamer, and you're going to find 
no matter what your skill level, you're going to enjoy the game and you're going to be able to find the challenge in that game, whether it's like a time trial, trying to beat it as fast as you can, or if you're a kid just trying to learn video games for the first time. And it, there's no instructions. You know exactly what to do intuitively. Like, you know, the last game I played like that was um, Zelda Breath of the Wild, where it doesn't have a lot of instructions, but the way the game design is, you can kind of hop into the game and just start playing immediately, bro. Like, you know exactly what to do in it, in it, in it, and you kind of figure it out intuitively. I think Mario kind of like, as complex as it, as it was compared to other games at the time, I think Mario really was a groundbreaker in that type of game design as well. Sorry, I really like video games, bro. You're bringing the, game, the old gamer back out of me. So I, Brandon may want to slap me when I say this. I've never played a Legend of Zelda game. Shameful. I mean, huh? That's shameful. Yeah, that's kind of whack. Like, I just, like, and I've had a Nintendo. I've never had a Super Nintendo, but I've had a Nintendo. I got a Switch now. I just, like, I don't know. It just, like, the game, every time I look at it, just don't move me. Yo, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild on the Switch. You have a Switch. Zelda Breath of the Wild is probably one of the best games of this generation. Yeah, I don't want to use two controllers. I just want to play one controller and just go to the right. (laughs) You can. You can get one controller. Oh, I, I, actually, I, I actually do have a pro controller thinking of it. I, I only play with the pro controller. The, the, the Joy-Cons are for the wife. The pro controller for the pro. So another game, which I, which we can call... So if if Mario Brothers... If Mario was the GOAT, is the OG GOAT, I think Street Fighter is probably the Magic Johnson. That's a bold statement, oh man. Well, Street Fighter 2 is what you mean. Well, yeah, the Street Fighter franchise, yeah, Street, 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 Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 is definitely the Magic Johnson because it, because like, because like Magic Johnson, it made, it made this particular field popular. It made it look good. It, like, it spawned into, like, other things. Yeah. Like, it's funny, Street Fighter 6 is just coming out because there's, like, eight Street Fighter 2s and nine Street Fighter 3s and Street Fighter Alpha. Yeah, and all this other shit, but it's like, yo... Street Fighter versus... X-Men versus Street, um, Street Fighter, all this other yo, shit. And the yeah. funny thing about it is, everybody knows how to throw... A, if you've played a video game, you know how to throw a fireball. You know how to throw... You know what I mean? Like, there are certain controls in that that have gone on to every fighting video game, except for, like, maybe Tekken. And I even think... Yo, there's about, a lot of people that haven't mastered the Hadouken yet, bro. That that downright... That downright... Especially if you guys were stuck playing it on the Super Nintendo back in the day... It's pretty complicated for little kids' fingers to get. <laughs> true, true that. But yo, but that's that's another one though. Street Fighter is also another one of those games that broke the mold. Without Street, if Street Fighter wasn't as popular as it was, we don't get Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Street Fighter is the greatest fighting game of all time. Street Fighter is the greatest uh, fighting franchise, fighting game franchise of all time. It is. That's not debatable. That's not. Can't even. You wouldn't. You wouldn't even have special moves if it wasn't for Street Fighter. That's true. Well, so, okay, hold on, hold on. There's a difference between the greatest franchise and then the greatest game, fighting game. Because I don't think Street Fighter is the greatest one-on-one fighting game. Is it? Is it like in the, in the, if there's a video game Hall of Fame, then yeah, it's a first round, it's first round ballot Hall of Fame, no question. Is it the best game? Mm. I don't know. What's better? What's better? I, I I don't think it's the best fighting game. I have a I have a favorite, but I'm curious to w- what your favorite would be and why. My favorite fighting video game. That's tough. I don't even. I don't know. Part of me wants to say the new Mortal Kombat, 
the MK11. But then, <laughs> but then back to your point, I want to go back to the Marvel versus Capcom eras <laughs> because those were those were the shits, man. Those were my games because that also spawned uh, uh, X Men: Children of the Atom, Marvel superheroes. X-Men so those by uh, any name, but other than any other name, those are Street Fighter games. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, you may you may have me on the ropes on that. Yeah. One. I mean, my favorite fighter game of all time is Bloody Roar. I don't know if people know that. It was for PlayStation 1. You fight, you turn into monsters. It was, a, it was like a mix of Tekken, Virtual Fighter, and your characters can turn into animals, and, like, their whole movesets change and shit. Like, Bloody Roar was my shit, bro. I think we've talked about this before, and I can't remember. Yeah. Actually, no. A lot of people don't. <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all... I know me and Javi talked about this. Brandon, do you remember X-Men Next Dimensions? Um... No, what is that? It's a it's an old school fighting game. It's not old school. It was PlayStation Two and Dreamcast. I want to say, and it was it was a base kind of like Tekken. Like you could kind of it was you could move around a little bit, but depending on the stage, depended on how you can move up and down and back and forth. Because sometimes you're in a danger room, and if you're in a danger room, then you can move around. But if you're in the street, there's a there's a um could be a building block. So it's and there's stuff you could do interactively, like you could. When you you could kick somebody out of the door in the in the uh, mansion, and then you'd end up fighting on the lawn, and then the basketball court would open, and then you could knock them into like where the blackbird is. And it was a it was a super fun game, but the graphics were it was one of those things that was way ahead of its time, and just never really got the um the props it should have because it had the whole thing like if you did this wrong. And you continue, the story would change if you did this right and certain things. So it was cool, but it just, it didn't really hit the way it should have. And it was a dope-ass game. But again, doesn't happen without Street Fighter. Nothing happens without Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 changed the world. It really did. And it was funny because then they had, because you guys, um, I'm pretty sure all you remember this, when Street Fighter 2 came out. No, I don't remember when Street Fighter 2 came out. When Street Fighter 2 came out, <laughs> I really don't. You could only choose eight characters. Mm-hmm. And then they did Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition. And this is where you could use all 12. But if you had a Genesis like me instead of a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo, you couldn't you you couldn't play Street Fighter. And then Sega Genesis had Street Fighter 2 Special Championship Edition. And it was the weirdest I'm- shit ever, but it was just like it, it was like the beginning of this like Mark like the Fox and Disney shit. <laughs> Yo, mm-hmm. Street Fighter has more games in the series than that whole series has made in dollars. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's like a trillion Street Fighter games. Yo, y'all remember that? There was also a one Street Fighter game they tried to make it like Tekken and it was a giant piece of shit. Which one was that? Oh, God. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I remember it was fucking... Four? It- no, it wasn't four. What was it? It, it was. Might um, been, it might have been three. It might have been three or four. Been, no, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I think, shit. Because Mortal Kombat did the same thing. And, they, yeah. and that was awful, too. And that one was on N64 when they tried Mortal Kombat tried to do it. I had that on the PS1, and it was horrendous. <laughs> do y'all got a favorite Street Fighter character? Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I like... I get a kick out of Zangi. And I like um 
I think we can all admit the worst Street Fighter character is Dudley. Dudley's the worst. Dudley? Um, which which yeah, one? Dudley's that, the worst. Is that to do with the hair, the funny-looking brown hair and big gut? No, Dudley's the one that boxes, but he wears suspenders, and he looks like a... Butler. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> Like you know, it's bad when Balrog's been upgraded a bunch of times, and you're still and you're still ass. Um, I mean, I, you know, reuse cool. Yeah. The characters are the the good. The, the one thing I kind of went on a YouTube rabbit hole not too long ago, and it's this um, channel called Top Hat Gaming. They talk about gaming it. all the time. And he's actually been doing the history of Street Fighter characters, like their actual backstories, like yeah. their character histories. And I was so fascinated. I just watched all of them just nonstop, like to learn the story of Chun Li in the Street Fighter universe, to learn the story of Balrog in the Street Fighter universe. And so I've just been watching them nonstop. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm actually really even more. I did that a while back for Mortal Kombat because I had no idea Mortal Kombat people had a whole backstory. But they have like entire backstories, yeah, and histories. But the Street Fighter ones are interesting as well. Um, and the whole universe is all crazy because it's like it changes and like multi dimensions and all types of shit. Yes. Um, you got a favorite Street Fighter character before I get into mine? And Brandon calls me crazy. Any character from Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha, is a masterpiece, bro. Like Street Fighter Alpha as a series is a freaking work of art. Like, the, the character models, everything was dope. I've had to pick a character from Alpha. Um, it would probably be, like, I like Sakura. I like I like the younger Ryu. The small friggin' Fireball. Um, shit, I like all of them. Birdie. I like she, any character from Chief. I think it said Birdie. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say this, and I don't say this ironically. I mean this dead serious. Dan Habiki is my fucking dude. Yo, that's an alpha character. Dan Habiki's my dude. Hell yeah. He his fireball only goes about an inch out of his hand, but it still box regular fireballs. He's quick as shit. He's goofy as fuck. And if it's not him, then it's definitely Sagat. That's those two are my favorite, my two favorites. Which I is funny because Brandon, you know, Sagat. And Brandon, you know from watching this, Sagat and Dan Habiki have a fucking history. <laughs> Dan is such a bitch, too, though. He really is. <laughs> Yeah, such a bitch. But yeah, it, it works. Um, then we got next on the list, we got Tomb Raider. Wait, before you go, I just want to say Street Fighter is also responsible for one of the greatest video game movies of all time. And I'm not talking about the I'm talking about the animated one. Exactly. I'm not talking about the 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 Oscar nominated award winning Van Damme. Yo, we gotta do an episode on that. We gotta do an episode on that movie. We I'm did talking that about on the my podcast. I actually had Stephanie and Charmaine on, and we watched the Street Fighter movie, and Which then one? we watched the the terrible one. Okay, and then yeah. we watched Which Mortal one? Kombat. <laughs> and then we watched Mortal Kombat, and then we had a podcast on which one was worse. Oh, Street Fighter. That's that is correct. Mortal Kombat, because <laughs> at least Street Fighter is funny. That is Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat is a it's significantly better movie. Oh, we talking about Street Fighter. Oh, we talk, oh, I'm thinking two. Two was a giant. Oh, movie. you're talking about Mortal Kombat two. No, that's awful. <laughs> We're talking that's about the first person. one. Yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat one made me think as a kid that hey, maybe you know this movie wasn't perfect, but you know there may be hope for video game movies. I'm like, <laughs> at least the people making these movies actually played the video game. That was my thought as a kid. Yo, but I was gonna like, say um, Street Fighter two 
the animated series is great for multiple reasons, but one of the main reasons you guys brought up Sagat and his history with other characters, Chun Li, not Sagat, um, uh, Vega. Vega. They Chun Li, they had a fucking brawl, but Chun Li beat the dog shit out of him. She got rocks, <laughs> but she beat the dog shit out of him. Yeah, that shit was great. That's one of the greatest animated fight scenes ever. Like ever. They, they went, they went for it too. Mm-hmm. Like they really went for it. That whole uh, scene must have cost like eight trillion yen. Sorry, my numbers are off today. Maybe just a little bit. It was better than me trying to speak before we um, started this episode, though. That's what Dan's for. So next up, we got Tomb Raider, and I we all remember that one time when we see we saw her drown for the first time, and it was the creepiest shit ever. And then we all tried to hold our breath to see if we could hold our breath longer than she could. Yo, I never got into Tomb Raider. I got into the first one, and mm-hmm. I never. I got into the first one. Uh, shout out to the home. Shout out to the homie Just Greg because he's a Tomb Raider guy. And I watched, I used to watch them play because the game looks fun. I just never really got into it. And not even out of disdain, but just because I just never did. But I will remember forever shooting down a dinosaur <laughs> on my PlayStation 1. Yeah. The PlayStation 1 version, Tomb Raider 1 is what actually ruined Tomb Raider. I had I had the demo. You remember when the PlayStations yep, had the demo this? Had a demo disc with Tomb Raider, Siphon Filter, which I would love to have an episode and, on. And um, what's the name? Out. I know the other one. The, the other game was um, the Drag Spiral the Dragon. Spiral Dragon, and it was NFL, one of the NF Madden games. Yeah. Oh, we probably had the same one because it was uh, Patriots yeah. and Patriots and Broncos <laughs> were the only two games you could play on that. So um, yeah, I was playing that. And I could. I was just like, I don't like. Like I just couldn't. The way she moved. Like I like. It was like an uglier Resident Evil to me. That's what Tomb Raider yeah, looked it like. It really was. But I, you know what's funny? Cause, and you guys can probably verify this more than I can. But I feel like Tomb Raider and Resident Evil are 1A and 1B. And it really depends on what Ooh. side of the game you fall on. Whew. They're both but, kind of like puzzle slash platforms. Yep. Um, I think the movement model is better for Tomb Raider. Like, you could do flips and shit where yeah. Resident Evil... Other than the most recent games, you tend to be more restricted. Um, I don't know. I, I would always give Resident Evil the nod because I just think I don't know. It's, I, I enjoy those. I play those. I play and beat those games. I I can never play and and, and play a Tomb Raider game until I beat it. I usually give up. Just yeah. not that it's too hard. I just I don't, I don't get the into Tomb Raider it. game that was out on PS4 and a PC was one of the best games ever made. I've heard. Um, yeah. I've heard. It's unbelievable. It's an yeah. unbelievable game. I forget what it's called. I have it on Steam. It's incredible. Um, it's much better than what it used to be. And I want to get the most recent one because, you know, I have this new PC and it's supposed to be one of those games that uses all the ray tracing and all this other stuff. But I just, for some mm-hmm. reason, I just have not pulled the trigger. But it's going to happen. I, there's no knock on the franchise. Like, I respect the franchise. Yeah. So. And there's no more just tits either. Yeah, it's an actual legitimate like game. Now. Triangle twit, tri- triangle, triangle titties. Yo, it was crazy if you think about it. Back in 1998, somebody was masturbating to triangle titties. I, I really wish I could make this episode title Ti- "Masturbating Triangle Titties," but I can't. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they're gonna censor all that. It's just gonna be <laughs> all black nerds. Star, 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 star. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Javi proposed a question. Is is Sonic a legacy game? I vote no only awesome. be, only because I it's like the first three or four games were definitely classics. Absolutely. Won't take that away from me. But they fell off really hard after that. The Sonic 2 is fantastic. Sonic yeah. on Dreamcast was amazing too. I wish I never had a Dreamcast, but um, I'll take your word for it. Because like I said, <laughs> the first five, four or five games were dope. And I remember watching this video with um, Honest Trailers, and they was talking about how when you had Sonic 3 and you wanted to play Sonic and Knuckles, you had to put like one game on top of the other game. <laughs> That was, was dope. That was the most ghetto shit ever, dude. As a kid, I thought this shit was dope. You know I, why that happened, right? I know. I, I It's dope now. No, it was dope then, but it's ghetto as shit now. I don't know why it happened. It was like a production thing. Like, the, um, Sonic... I think Sonic 2 was released before actually being finished. And so what they uh, did... Okay. Um, the cart... The, the, that little Sonic and Knuckles thing actually just adds the missing components to the games. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Don't don't fact check me because I'm probably wrong on like half of that shit. But, but I, I, don't, so. I I honestly do not care enough to fact check you. I'm just gonna take your word for it. Yo, Sonic is definitely a <laughs> legacy franchise, bro. Brandon, would you call it a legacy franchise? Yes, 100. I will say this: um, the video I haven't watched the second one yet, but that first Sonic the Hedgehog ga- uh, movie is definitely in the top ten best video game movies of all time. The second one's just as good. Because you like, know what it, it was, it was it super like I don't know how they did it, but they fucking did it. Yeah, they just they was just like you know, give the people what they want. They just want fun. Yeah. That's all. Like that's all. They, they literally gave the people what they wanted. They showed, oh, hey, this is what our Sonic looks like. What do you think? A boo. Okay, change. Right? Yeah, and they change it. Yay! <laughs> but that's not that's not the reason why it's a good movie. That's that I mean the Sonic change. What you say, listening to fans, definitely why it's a good movie. Um, but they only listen to fans so much. There's a lot of things they did in that movie that I don't think fans would have wanted that worked out. And, like, just on the, the the weight of Jim Carrey's performance and all the other actors, like, they pitch really good fucking actors. Um, it's a good-ass movie. Yo, that's why it's a good franchise. Like, nobody's gonna spend that much time on something that's not a legacy video game franchise, bro. Like, we had cartoons, right? Jaleel White is associated with two things now. Always, it's always been Urkel. One of uh, and, and Family Matters was like a friggin' yeah. American phenomenon for for over a decade, and then Sonic, the voice of Sonic. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the, the, voice, of the voice of Sonic. Oh, yeah. in the cartoon, in the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon, the cartoon, right? Um, dogs. And how many? Yo, this this game. That, how many Sonic games have released on like every platform? <laughs> well. Sega and Nintendo, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know what? I'll, um, point rescinded, it definitely is a legacy game. It absolutely is. I'll, so I'll rescind. I'll definitely take um, my thoughts on that. Uh, Brandon, we'll go first on you. Who are your favorite video game characters? Uh, I like Aloy from... Oh, Horizon. Horizon. So, one of my a- favorite characters. Yo, Aloy... But in mind at work with told me I need to get Horizon. I was like, hey, I'll get it when I get to it. 
and he was like, yo, I bought this, but I have this. You can have both of these for $30. I was like, all right, cool. So I bought it. And I was like, I was shocked at how much I really love that game and especially the character. It's one of the greatest games of all time. Ellie from The Last of Us uh, is one of my favorite characters. Love Ellie. The Last of Us is really a top 10 video game of all time. A top 10 story. It's just an incredible story. The, the TV show just finished wrapping up, by the way. It'll be on HBO Max, I think, by the end of the year. Um, I can't wait for people to see that. They haven't played the video game because it's an incredible story until the ending that pissed me the fuck off. I heard a lot about I heard a lot of people were mad at the ending. But apparently The Last of Us 2 fixes that, which I still haven't gotten to because I'm lazy, but I will. I'll get to that. I uh, haven't. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. No, you go ahead. Finish. I was just going to tell a stupid story of how I started playing Last of Us, and I got to a specific point where you're with Ellie and you're trying to escape in the rain, and my PlayStation 3 shit the bed. And I never went back, I never got went back and played it again after that because I'm so I'm so self conscious that I think it's gonna happen again if I <laughs> if I play it again on my PlayStation Five. I like Solid Snake from the Metal Gear series. Mm. So Snake that dude hides in a box. Yo, have, do you play Metal Gear? Me? No, old man. No. Ah, oh, bro. All right, go ahead. Snake. Snake. <laughs> my shit. Love, love Solid Snake. Yeah, that uh, first, that first Metal Gear. Well, it's not the first game in this entire series, but the first Metal Gear Solid on PS One. I don't, yo. That game still holds up, and that's a PS One game. Yeah, PS games freaking suck today for the most part. For the most part. Uh, two more. I love Trevor from GTA Five. Just a fantastic fucking character. Are you picking Just... Trevor over 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 um? Over, uh, what's his face? Franklin? Yes, 100%. Franklin's not interesting. Trevor is oh. interesting. Well, I, I feel, you know what it is? Because you probably do. I made Franklin look exactly like me. And I know you can make Franklin look exactly like you. Because you look like my Franklin character. So Franklin's, <laughs> like, <laughs> Franklin's pretty much me at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. And then the last one is um, Clementine from the Telltale Walking Dead. Oh, like Clementine, I was like, what, from um, from Westworld, who never seems to fucking die? Are you By the way, movie? old man, the most recent episode of Westworld that just came out Sunday is probably one of the 10 greatest episodes of television I've ever seen. Oh, man. Well, it's I just so we, fucking fantastic. Oh, we, my God, the episode was incredible. Me and Valkyrie just finished season three about a few hours ago, so that's after we watch Evil tonight, we'll probably get back into Westworld tomorrow. So, hold on. Javi, have you watched Westworld? I only watched a couple... I watched the first season. I watched the first season. That's you it. You finished the first season? Yeah, I, fin- I actually finished the first season. I, 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 okay. I, I didn't know... I, I don't remember I did, but I did watch that last episode. Okay, so... The spoilers really quick, but... Um, oh, man. Do you remember the episode when you found out that Bernard was the host? Yes. And how great that episode was? Yes. This is way up there with that, if not better. Yo, do you want to hear something that really made me, but pissed me off, but also made me very happy? Uh, my wife knew who um, who um, the man in black was in episode two. No, she didn't. I shit you not. Episode two, she knew who the man in black was. I That's kid you good. not. That's yeah, I was, damn like, good. I was like, damn. 
So anyway, so my I'm gonna go mines because Javi has something on there. He says he'll explain. So my two favorite characters, Nathan Drake and Kratos. Damn, yo, y'all some real PlayStation heads. Doug, like, I, like I, for real, for real. I had Nathan Drake is an asshole. <laughs> it's the closest thing I'm ever gonna get to a Big Trouble Little China game because Jack Burton is essentially Nathan Drake, except Nathan Drake can fight. Mm. And Kratos is by far the most deplorable character. He's one of the most deplorable characters in video game history. And one of my favorite moments was he's he's walking up to Daedalus, who is Icarus's dad. And Daedalus thinks it's Icarus. And he goes, oh, like, yes, you figured out the puzzle. And he's telling them what to do. Then Kratos walks forward. He goes, you're not my boy. Where is my boy? And then Kratos yells at him, your son is dead, Daedalus. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Yo, he does not give a fuck about anybody. <laughs> Period. If, Yo, if it ain't his kids or his wife, he does not care. <laughs> But yo, know, but Kratos, Kratos and um, Nathan Drake, hands down, are my two favorite characters. Aloy, Kratos is a video game version of um, John Wick. I think John Wick's character is based on Kratos. Kratos with guns. Ah, uh, buddy of mine brought up a point that John Wick is loosely based on the Transporter. With um, wait, what? Okay, just their fighting just their fighting styles. Well, we can have we can have that for another yeah. we can have that for another episode. So, Javi, you had a couple of characters. One of them makes sense because we've had this conversation. But who are your favorite character? Um, excuse me, video game characters. Well, since it was so PlayStation heavy, year two list. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do three from the three majors, um, current majors. I'm gonna do from Nintendo Link, um, from the Zelda series, PlayStation. I'm gonna go with. I had my PlayStation one. Jeez. Right, let me skip that real quick. I had my PlayStation one. I just don't want to give a bad one. My Xbox one is going to be uh Master Chief. And um would be a good PlayStation character. I had it in my head. You know what? Cause it's he he was responsible for a lot of my favorite games back in the PS1, PS2 era. Um, and I'm not saying this just because, and he, people don't really think about him anymore, which is crazy. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Crash yeah. Bandicoot. The Crash Bandicoot series is extremely fun. Crash Bandicoot um, karting is one of my favorites. I, I enjoyed that better than any of the Mario Kart. Oh, Crash Bandicoot is PlayStation's Mario Brothers. That's all it is. But they wanted him to be. <laughs> they definitely wanted him to be. They tried. Yeah, they definitely wanted it to be. I got a good one. I know none of y'all have played this game, but it's an old Sega Genesis game. Bubsy, Clawed Encountered of the Bird Kind. I wow. love... I know Bubsy. Y'all love Bubsy. Bubsy was one of my... Yo, when I, yo, I played that game non-fucking-stop. And I found the... Um, game Pro had all the codes so you could go to, like, certain... So you can go to certain stages. And I loved it because it was, like, 64 stages... And when you get to the last stage, because at, at every stage, Bubsy says something. And when you get to the last stage, he goes, wow, you're still playing this thing? <laughs> Hilarious. I used to play Bubsy on Super Nintendo. That was my shit. Yo, bro, I need a do-over. Not fucking 
not fucking um, Crash Bandicoot, which I do love. I was giving my wife um, some props. I just can't remember the name I had. Cloud and Sephiroth from the Final Fantasy VII games. Never played any of those games. Yeah. Fucking awesome, bro. 19, I would never... 1997 is... A Final Fantasy VII is all I really remember from 1997. Um, with that being said, uh, the other the other things that I had two originally, the other one was... Um, the one that you had the question about was yourself, us. The first person. Um, I love games, role-playing games, where the character is silent and the character... You actually take up that character. The, 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 the NPCs are talking to you. You're interacting as a character. And honestly, it could be whatever you want it to be. The Minecraft guy, yeah. you know, your, your boy, your, whoever you picked, whoever your avatar is in Skyrim. Side, um, even, South Park. Even South Park. Like, any, like, games, like, like, those, I feel, like, make some of the Souls games. Um, a lot of those games, man, they create they, I just saw just something about them. Like I could, I could spend hours and hours just creating my character alone, and then going out and just doing whatever I want to do. I love those open world RPG role playing games. So before I forget, because there are a couple of um, and I'm mad I I couldn't think of these two characters before. Ratchet and Clank mm-hmm. round up at third, but at number four is Cole McGrath from Infamous. Mm. Cole McGrath. Infamous 2 is one of my five favorite video games of all time. And I'm pissed off that they haven't done an um, upgrade for it on PS5. But the minute that it does, I'll spend 100 bucks on, a, on an Infamous game. I don't care. I love that fucking game. Yeah. It's next on the talk, though, man. Y'all a bunch of PlayStation ass users. I'm buying each one of y'all an Xbox and a PC. Uh, so, the comic book video games. Ooh. So, I'm going to start with this. Why was the Avengers game that came out a couple years ago so fucking bad? Because it was pay for play. It's the dumbest yeah, idea. It, it wasn't good. But, dog, I had so, I had high, but again, my hopes were so high because the Spider-Man game was so fucking good. And that I was just royally disappointed. And then it was like, oh, if you want to Buy this Thor outfit. You, need, I'm like, I'm not paying for Thor's outfits, especially because they look like trash. I'm not paying for this shit. What's fucking up? And, and then it became super repetitive. All of the puzzles were the same, and it's it was you know what it was. It was a and I like button mashers, but it was a fancy and bad button masher. Yeah, but you know, know what's funny? The people who made uh, Guardian, I mean, that made Avengers, also made the new Guardians game, which is incredible. Yeah, because they did everything different. They purposely went to the drawing board, took everything out that people hated about the Avengers game. They say this, and actually created a legit single-player experience, which honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, comic book games, unless you really have some crazy idea, comic book games should be single-player. We read comic books by ourselves. We create the worlds in our heads. It should be a story and a narrative that we're following and it needs to look great. And that's what Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy did, that the Avengers game, which I didn't even play. I saw Old Man playing it once. And I'm like, this game looks so fucking boring. I'm so disappointed. I never even thought about buying it. And you were right, you were right to have that opinion. It was, it was really it was really bad. I think I told you when he was playing it, he was like, yo, you should get it. I was like, ah, 
doesn't really look on my thing. Oh yeah, because if I had to just uh, beat him up. Yeah, but it's but it's a bad. It's not a be- yo. You can have a good beat em up. Streets of Rage, yo. I still play Streets of Rage to this day. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you can have a multiplayer comic book beat em up, like the old X Men oh, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, arcade. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. I'm down a rabbit hole talking about the old X Men games from Sega Genesis. The mm-hmm. first one was ridiculously hard, but again, go back to the drawing bur- drawing board and change everything. Like and you then know you what get I mean? Children of the Atom, <laughs> which is one of the greatest. No, comic book X- games. no, it wasn't Children of the Atom. Children of the Atom. The fighting the fight. game. Um, shit. Clone Wars? Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. So, and the reason I bring I wanted to bring this up is, bold statement, but I think the Arkham Asylum game, the Arkham games were hands down the best in franchises yeah. of all time. Those those are great. Those are those those are pretty much flawless. Start to finish, man. Yeah. Like, those are flawless games. And they and they kept getting better too. And that was the other thing I liked about it because I remember playing the first Arkham and I was like, eh, it's okay, it's fun, but like a lot of stuff looked the same and made it difficult to kind of like navigate where you're going. Then the second one, Arkham City, I don't remember. I don't remember the names in, in order, um, but there's a lot of them. But they, and they were so fucking good, man. Like I I still go back and play them. They're they're great. And that's how you do button master. It's good. Like that fighting. I remember playing that game because I I love challenging games. Like if, make the and I don't mean like hard for no reason. I mean yo, make it like I, I need my brain to work. Like I need I, I need to be. There needs to be a strategy that you have to learn. Like I don't care if it's an easy game. I don't care if like my wife can pick it up and and play it and beat it. I need the game to be something that I can look at it and go like, oh, there's some strategy I can pull out here. I could do this a little bit quicker. And that's what the Arkham games did. You can actually take a line. And draw it right in between mm-hmm. video for vid- in the in the timeline of video games before and after the Arkham series, like that fight, like the timing of the like how you can time the hits, evade all that stuff was taken by Assassin's Creed. It was taken by all Spider-Man. these other games, like uh, the t- tons of them. even um uh uh I think uh God of War. I think the most recent God of War is take some. To take some um, uh, um, notes from the Arkham series, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just it just shows you that the Arkham series. The only reason why you wouldn't call it a legacy series, it's one is not long enough. But and two, it's a third you know third party. It represents DC. But yeah. honestly, that game's groundbreaking, man. It's groundbreaking. Uh, Javi hasn't played this, but me and um Brandon have talked about this. The uh, Spider Man for PlayStation is right there. Like if this franchise ends. It continues to be good. I don't know. I don't. I don't see Spider Man not being a better ser- uh, franchise than Arkham is because everything. Are you saying I never played a Spider Man game? I mean, you don't. You've played it, but you've never actually like sat down, played it, and beat it. I should say. In the play, the old PlayStation never definitely. No, I'm talking about the new one. The oh new no, 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 PlayStation no, 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 no. Four one. Hey, no. Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that's yeah. The best. And that Miles Morales one. And it, granted, the only thing, the only thing bad about the Miles Morales game is it was short. Mm-hmm. Everything else about that game is flawless. What do you think, Brandon? What do you think about the two PlayStation, uh, the newest Spider-Man games? No, I mean they're kind of unmatched, honestly. Um, even by Arkham, I mean Arkham's great, but it's this they they up the story, in my opinion, in the Spider-Man one. And it, I've never played a game where you feel like the character more than Spider-Man. Where you literally feel like you're web slinging through a city, yeah, 
it is exactly what you would expect Spider-Man to feel like web slinging through the city. It's perfect. Yeah. And sometimes, I, I won't lie, like sometimes, like, eh, I'm just going to swing around the city and beat up criminals. Mm. And it's super fun just to do. Like, oh. And then, can we talk about the creative team that put Spider-Man's moves together? Spider-Man has this one random move where he webs these guys up, puts the guy's face, fist next to his face, and then yanks the web so the guy punches his own face. Everything about this game was top-notch. Like, they mm-hmm. really, to your point again, Hobby, they took a lot of the stuff that came from Arkham and mm-hmm. put them in, put it into this game. They just upgraded yeah. it. That's why, you know, I, I, when I get, I don't have a PlayStation. That's probably the only reason why I haven't played it. If I had a PlayStation, Spider-Man would be a game I play. That's one of the few games that old man would ask me to play, and I'll sit down and get locked in it. I mean, I do have to put it on, like, the extreme difficulty, but the fact that I can do that and it's still fun, it's um, definitely a good sign. And uh, lastly, underrated comic book games. What do you guys... Before you, oh, man, before we go to the next one, I think we're missing... Um, um, Brandon brought up... The game that Brandon brought up... Oh, Guardians um, of the Galaxy? No, Grand Theft Auto. The Grand Theft... Yes. The 3D Grand Theft oh. Auto series is definitely... Even though they only have five games and a bunch of spinoffs in the 3D series... Um, Grand Theft Auto is the Kobe Bryant experience. Yeah, bro. It's... And the, the work they put in... Those those are some of the biggest game worlds, most intricate. You could literally walk every two minutes, just every two feet. You could literally walk around in that city. Each one of those cities. If you if you do this, if you play ever play GTA Five, you haven't done this yet. Don't drive anywhere. Just walk around and look at the, how the NPCs interact with each other. Look what they do. Like they're looking at their cell phones. Like 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 the storefronts, the the billboards. Every little detail, like somebody has to, somebody has to go in and draw that shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then Brandon, you know, that someone has to go in there and code it. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's crazy what they do with that series. That and then, um, you know, uh, a runner, second runner-up for that same thing is uh, the um, um, it's a game that kind of copies Grand Theft Auto. They're pretty good though. They're wackier. Brandon, you know what I'm talking about? We um. Red Dead Redemption? No, 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 no. But I, I, I put Red Dead Redemption in the Rockstar. Um, uh, I'm gonna find it right here for you guys. Don't, don't, don't skip me here. Uh, Saints Row, the Saints Row franchise. Oh, Saints Row, yeah. yeah. That's what they tried to copy Cyberpunk from. Yes, which I'm, I'm yeah, I'm Cyberpunk. <sighs> All right. <laughs> So let me also, before we move on to this, I got to give Brandon his props because he was telling me to get the Guardians of the Galaxy game when it came out. And I was like, eh, same people made the Avengers. I was really Not worried. just Brandon. He was the first person, though. He was the All first. All right, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So he was like, yo, you need to get it. You need to get it. You need to get it. And I'm like, hey, I'll get it when I get it. And so I finally get the game because I was pissed off. And I was like, what do you mean I can't use anybody else but Star-Lord? And then I play the game and I'm like, Yo, they need to do this and just make it Cyclops and the Wolverine, Cyclops and the X Men, and you should be Cyclops. Oh, that would be crazy! Like, yo, they really just changed again another gaming franchise that I think legitimately can change change the way we play video games. It's so good. And Javi, to your point, one player game, tell the story. Like, you know what I mean? You still get all the, you'll still get all the snarkiness of Wolverine. You'll still get to use Storm being a badass and all the other stuff. Only difference is, is this, you're using Cyclops. 
Like, if they did that game, it would be done through Wolverine. I mean, they could, but that would be the obvious choice. But I think I think the best part would be if they weren't obvious. I agree. But also, Spider-Man people, the people who made Spider-Man are making a Wolverine game. Which I can't wait for. The The, the trailer looks fantastic. It, it, for those of you guys that don't see it, give it a Google, but it's just Wolverine. It's like a bunch of people laid out and dead in the bar, and all you see is Wolverine's back. And if someone picks up either a pool cue or a gun, I can't remember, but then you see Wolverine's hand on the table, and his claws pop out, and that's it. And I was like, yo, I can't wait for this game. And I said, Guardians of the Galaxy is an easy game. Like, it's one of those games where you can't really, like, you'll die, but you kind of, like, they put you right back, and you get a bit of chances to beat it. Like, like, and that's just something that I look at in video games. Oh, man knows the kind of video games I play. Like. Yeah. Like, um, so for me, the challenge isn't necessarily there, but I love that fucking game because it's pretty, and it's loud, and it's fun, and the music is great, and it takes everything I love from the movie and the comic books, bro. To quote you, Brandon, you said it was like, it's like playing a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, do uh, you guys want to, <laughs> you guys want a really quick stupid game? Always. All right. Hold on. One more thing. What's uh, up? Everybody should go buy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It's oh my God. Incredible. Yes. That game is that game is a little slight on the south nostalgia heaven. Is that the game you were showing me? You sent me a picture of the other day? Yeah, it's fucking fun. Incredible. Yo, me and Valkyrie sat and played the game for like three hours. That's hilarious. It's fucking she it was just beating the shit out of people. Like and Raphael is hands down my favorite Ninja Turtle, and that shouldn't shock anybody. Team Michelangelo, last Ronin. Spoiler alert. Uh, last Ronin. Yeah, last Ronin was good. I like how Raphael went out though, so I'm not even I ain't even mad at it. So we're gonna do a Mortal Kombat versus Marvel Combos characters. We don't have to get into how Wait, or why. What? So I'm writing, I'm I'm writing an article, and I'm so I'm starting it now with it'll be like this character ver- this Mortal Kombat character versus this comic book character. Yo, Chang Chi versus everybody. <laughs> so first we got Scorpion versus Wolverine. Who you got? Uh, Wolverine. Neither one of them could die, though. Well, Wolverine can die. He just, he just, you know, I'll save that for another show because I have a whole thing about comic book characters. Uh, I don't know, actually. I wonder if Scorpion's Hellfire can overpower his healing factor. But I think Wolverine goes to hell every time he dies anyways. He just comes right back. He actually fights the, well, he used to fight the Angel of Death. And let me ask you a question. What does Wolverine need the uh, resurrection protocols for? He can still die. He can die. He's died before. He died in um Orcus. And you also remember Wolverine can die. He can't actually die. It's Wolverine could die when the writers feel like making him die. And then make him freaking damn near invincible when they don't want him. Well, the one thing that that stayed consistent in the, is the is um that if you drown Wolverine, he'll stay. If you drown someone with the healing factor, they'll stay dead. Unless your name is Deadpool, most likely. Uh <laughs> probably. Uh Raiden versus Wonder Woman. Raiden versus Wonder Woman. Two gods. Oof. These are actually pretty hard. I think Wonder Woman whoops his ass. I don't think Raiden's a oh, snowball's chance in hell. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, Raiden's an elder god, though. He's not even a god god. He's an elder god. Like, 
I'm, I'm still going with Wonder Woman. I'll give y'all that. Uh, Cabal versus Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man has the power of, you know, he, you know, he has more luck power. He has bad luck, but I swear to you, like, he doesn't lose. And it's always funny when he pulls these things out and wins. Uh, Goro versus The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. Really? Yeah. Power Cosmic versus just being a big-ass dude with four arms that Johnny Cage beat by punching in the nuts. Get out of here. Get out of here. Liu Kang versus Iron Fist. Luke, oh, Iron Fist. Liu Kang. Liu Kang don't got the Iron Fist. He don't have to. He can turn into a dragon. Which Iron Well, and, and freaking the Iron Fist could punch him in the heart, take his fucking power. Luke Kang. Which 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 Iron Fist? Are you wearing an Iron Fist shirt? Oh no. No. That's Star uh, Wars. Which uh, Iron Fist question? The comic books. Yeah, there's more than one Iron Fist though. You're talking Danny Rand? Sorry, Danny Rand. Oh. Well, I don't know. Uh Shang Tsung versus Constantine. Constantine. Shang Tsung will steal his soul. <laughs> if he doesn't do it first. Constantine Your soul is mine. He's gone. Constantine will walk into the room with a jar marked souls. <laughs> and suck all the souls out of Shang-Chi. <laughs> That's pretty... A or, jar. Or, or, or they'll just fuck each other and then call it a day. Uh, that, that's pretty fucking funny. Sub-Zero versus Batman. Batman. It's always Batman. The answer's always Batman, bro. Uh, it's absolutely not Batman. Really? Are you, Batman has no fucking powers. Yeah, and I don't always. subscribe to the bullshit in the comics where they fucking finesse him to beat people that he couldn't beat. No, Batman could not beat Superman no matter how much time he has to prepare because at any point when Batman's not paying attention, Superman's fast enough to just kill him, just like the Flash. I don't care about the fucking accords that he has where he had all these plans where he set up shop to stop them. If the Flash wanted to kill Batman before Batman could blink his eye, he would be dead. His hand would be vibrating through his chest and he would be dead. Yo, but Sub-Zero fights and gets beat by normal-ass mortals all the time. Batman's no, a freaking normal-ass mortal with, like, all the what fighting ability beat, in the world. What mortal beat Sub-Zero? Sub-Zero got know. killed by I a scorpion. I know he fought somebody. I beat him. I don't know, Luke Hang. I don't know, man. I don't know the story plot. Freaking Mortal Kombat. I'm saying is this. If Batman could beat Victor, Victor, uh, freaking Doctor Freeze, he could beat fucking Mister Freeze. He could beat fucking Sub Zero. Freeze can't fight. He has the fucking. He's an old man with a fucking gun. With thirty, <laughs> with eighty five, yeah, with eighty five. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Brandon. Brandon, did you just call um Victor Freeze uh, a Trump dude? He's just an old dude with a gun. That's who he is. <laughs> Sub Zero can freeze you by touching you. Yeah, Batman There's got like a difference. Dad would be like, "Oh, I got my bat." My my anti freeze bat spray coating on my bat suit. All right, we moving on. We are moving on. Sonya Blade versus Harley Quinn. Sonya Blade versus Harley Quinn. Sonya Blade. Uh, I'm going Harley Quinn because she's crazy. So, uh, Sonya Blade got. I don't know. I'm giving it to Sonya Blade. Kano versus Billy Butcher. Kano. Oh, we going to. Wait. Well, which Billy Butcher? Oh, we're going comic book Billy Butcher. Oh, Billy Butcher. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know why I made this made this thing, but it's happening. Jax versus Captain America. 
Captain, Captain America. Captain America. Jax with the metal arms, though? Actually, no, Captain America got a vibrating shield. Never mind. <laughs> Johnny Cage versus Deadpool. That's the fight I want to see. Johnny Cage is low-key a beast. And we know that from the Mortal Kombat series, right? Well, if you play Mortal Kombat 10, Johnny Cage got crazy power. He beat shit yeah. out. He's yeah. a low key, he's low key a beast. But Deadpool got the healing factor, so I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not sure you can kill Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool, I think you, he'll he'll try to move that he did on Goro in the movie, and Deadpool Deadpool will be like, ooh, kinky, and then cut off his head or some shit. <laughs> this should be a good one. I'm curious to know how you guys say it. Shao Kahn versus Homelander. Homelander. Oh wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going Shao Kahn. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, because these guys are friggin' magic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. Yeah, I'm... Oh, shit. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna give it to Homelander, just because Brandon said Shao Kahn. I want to give a little diversity here, and Homelander can fly. Without having to turn into a dragon. Without having to turn into a dragon. Catwoman versus Melina. Melina. Yeah, Actually, Melina. no, better that's one. Not even uh, close. Actually, Electra versus um, that's a bad better one. Electra versus Melina. Melina. Yo, I, I feel like they're the same person. This one's much uglier. Well, <laughs> well, they're both man eaters. But um, boom. <laughs> Katana versus Kimiko. Katana versus Kimiko. That's interesting. I'm going Katana. Who did you say was going to beat Katana the first time, though? No, it was Electra. It was, originally, it was uh, I've changed it to Electra versus. Um, I saw. I saw you brought up Katana before. Katana before that, but I have not brought up Katana before, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll go with Katana. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching the Ball Black Nurse Podcast. Listening to the Ball Black Nurse Podcast, I want to thank Red Hood, Red Hood Wade, myself. Wolf Von Doon and Brandon Norton for joining us on this impromptu adventure into the land of comic books. Before we go, Brandon, give me an old school comic book that you recommend people should read. Um, God Love, Man Kills. Ooh, good one, good one, good one. Super Woke. Uh, Secret Wars, why not? Let's do it. It's going to happen in the movie, so it's going to happen. So catch up on it now. So when your geek friends are telling you, like, oh, Secret Wars are happening, ah! you at least know somewhat. And you can be just as wrong as us when you try to predict shit based out on what you read. <laughs> I'm going to go not Uncanny X-Men, but I'm going to go X-Men number one. Oh, wow. Go back and check that out when, um, because this is a right around the time uh, Omega Red debuts. Wolverine starts to come into his own and starts being a better character before he gets the adamantium ripped out of his fucking body, which was hilarious. But yeah. This has been the Ball Black Nerds Podcast. As always, be excellent to each other. Peace. 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 Ball Black. No!